Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to an episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today, I'm very excited and slightly rescued by today's guest. His name is Josh Hainem. He is the co-founder of Interact Quiz Builder, a tool used by more than 30,000 businesses, including the American Red Cross, Home Depot, and Forbes. He has probably seen more quizzes than any other human being on Earth right now. Uh, fun fact about him, he's one of seven, and he has run, he runs 1,000 miles a year. I run not at all. I can, I can swim a lot, but I don't run at all. But Josh is joining us today to talk about how we can use quizzes to generate leads for our business. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So one of seven, huh? That's Yeah. Yeah. That sounds uh, loud. But also, like we talked about before, very, very nice to always have someone to turn to. I have just one sister and... We basically just connect like on Instagram and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it is nice. And two of my siblings live within like five miles of me here in the Bay Area. So it's always nice to have them around if you ever need anything. And then you know we're all friends too, so it makes for a nice little connection there. Yeah, siblings are built in friends. It's kind of nice like that. Yeah, yeah. So like let's it. just let's do this. What the heck is a lead quiz? <laughs> yeah and actually something you said in the opener uh, is a great segue into what a lead quiz is so basically what you said that stuck out to me was standing out in a cluttered news feed and i think that's a problem that we all face as business owners i've been a small business owner for 10 years this is my third company and i've always struggled with this concept of no matter where you are and especially on social media you're competing with so much stuff like there's so much junk out there like so many ridiculous headlines and it's almost to a point where unless you do something absolutely bonkers no one pays attention so what do you do if you're running a more traditional business as most actual businesses are not something super crazy and fun it's like you're running a real company so those what things that everyone needs but are just not not super fun Exactly. And how do you stand out from the crowd? So if you think about it, let's say, for example, because uh, I used to run one of these, uh, if you're a landscaping company and you put in lawns, let's say, and that's your business. If you put something on Facebook about the different types of lawns, no one's going to click on that. Like they're going to click on the article about the Kardashians. It's like right above it. That's the one they're going to click on. On the other hand, if you make a quiz and the quiz is a little bit funny, and it's what kind of grass are you, and you put that on Facebook, all of a sudden you are not only in competition, but I would bet you you're going to get clicks over the Kardashians. And I got that's for what, you. What kind of lawn gnome are you? Oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so... Stuff like that. And that is what we have built a tool for. Now, it's not just for fun. And obviously, if somebody is interested in finding out what kind of grass they are, well, that's still a joke. It is relevant. And if they are thinking about what kind of new lawn they should get, they might actually take it to heart. I mean, they might actually take their advice 
And if at the end of that quiz, there's a link to your website where it says, get bluegrass installed on your lawn, click here after you find out that's, that's the types of grass that you are, that's an actual selling proposition. And all of a sudden you've driven people into your site and you have them interested in your product or service. And the other thing that a quiz can do is ask for an email address in order to reveal your results. So before it shows you your grass type, it would say enter your email to see your results. And then those people go onto your email list. They can get your promotional emails, discounts, stuff like that in the future. So it's a way to stand out on social media using quizzes, which if you're on social media, you know they're everywhere. And you can actually use that to your brand's advantage, pull people in, capture their contact information, and then push them to your website. So that's what the tool is for. Okay, so how do we start with this quiz process? Like, where, where, where's our grassroots on this? Yeah, so in our system, you basically go in and select a pre-made quiz template, which means that you don't have to create something for yourself. So you select your industry. Let's say you're in retail, you're in fashion. You select the fashion industry and it'll show you all the different options for quizzes. There's going to be what type of jewelry are you, what's your style, what color looks best on you, that kind of stuff. You can select the one you want and then you can use it for your particular business. So you don't have to think about from the start all this stuff. You just go in and grab something that already works. And then obviously you can change any part of that template that you want to. So you don't have to leave it like exactly how it's built in our system. But you don't have to start from the very beginning, which is much easier than if you do have to start from the beginning. Okay, so does the system you have or any recommendations, I guess, for people on how to come up with what their quiz should be? Yeah, so there's really a two-step process for this. So you want to do two things with a quiz. You want it to be interesting and you want it to be fun, but you also want it to be relevant to your brand. Because if you get a bunch of people taking some quiz, like which friend's character are you, and you made it as a company and you're a roofer, like it's not going to help you. So it doesn't matter how many people take it. They're not going to buy your roofing services. On the other hand, if you make a quiz like, what type of house are you or what color should your roof be? Something like that. That's relevant. So you want it to be fun, but you also want it to be relevant to your brand. And the way you do that is by starting with a quiz title template that's in the format of which blank are you? And I'm sure you've seen these all over the place. It's, you know, which celebrity are you? Which like style are you? all this kind of stuff. So you start there and then in that blank, you insert the type of people that you want to reach. So if you're trying to reach homeowners, what type of homeowner are you? Or what type of house are you? Or if you're trying to reach people that are buying clothing, you know, what's your style? These types of things. So you start with that template of which blank are you? And then you insert something relevant to your brand into the blank. So then you have something that's both engaging and fun, but also related to what you actually do. Okay, awesome. Then I have, I'm presuming that I'm going to need to come up with questions in order to work through my lead pages. Then how do I figure that out? And how do I make it relevant to what my subject is and my business? Like, what's all that got going on? Yeah, 
Yeah. So I've got some, some uh, best practices for this that I've honed over years of writing like a thousand articles about how this works. So um, the best practices- You would be a great college professor. All these quizzes, like get down. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, find out what kind of grass you are. That's today's homework. Uh, so <laughs> number, number one rule for the questions is to follow what I call the table rule, which is to act like you are sitting at a table and somebody that you would like to take your quiz is sitting at the other side of the table facing you. And you are trying to figure out how to get to the results, which is what type of blank are you? So let's go with a coffee quiz. If we're doing a what kind of coffee are you quiz? And I want to find out what my friend Jim, what kind of coffee he is, what questions am I going to ask him? And as I'm writing the questions, I need to write them as if I was saying them out loud. Because a quiz is a very personal thing. People take it seriously when they're answering the questions. They actually think about what they would like. And if you write it as if it was going out to a mass audience, it's not going to feel personal when somebody's taking it. So you want to have that table rule. So you're acting like Jim is actually there. And it's even better if Jim is a real person and you can send him the quiz when you're done. And you can say, hey, what do you think of this coffee quiz that I made? So that's the number one rule. Number two rule is to write seven questions because that'll take people two minutes to complete and you want people to be on your quiz long enough to where they're engaged with it, but not so long that they get bored and end up leaving. So seven questions, four to six answer choices per question. And if you follow those three rules, you'll have a really great set of questions that draw people in, get them interested, all that kind of good stuff, and then funnel them through to your results. Okay, great. So basically you want to talk to your your avatar, your business avatar to figure out like what questions they would answer for, but I guess you would need one for every result you're trying to do. Yeah. So you, you want to talk to them and kind of figure out what they're doing and then have those connect up to the results of the quiz. Okay. And so what is important about the results? Why well, I would feel like I'm answering these questions. Ultimately I want to find out like, of, of course my favorite quizzes are always like, which, which uh, Hogwarts house are you? Which is nothing to do with business, of course. But you know, I'm always still important. To, yeah, <laughs> Slytherin house it's for me. Um, but it's one of those things. Like obviously, the answer is important because I want to see what like the result is. So how can I make sure that I'm coming up with like the best answers for these quizzes? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question as well. So basically when you're formulating the results of your quiz, so that's what people see when they finish taking the quiz, there's a couple things you want to do. And the way the results are formatted is there's a title of the result, then there's a picture for it, and then there's a short description and a button at the bottom to click through to somewhere else. So for the title, you want it to be real short and just very descriptive. So if it's Slytherin, literally just have it say Slytherin. Then you want to have a picture that represents Slytherin well. So just at a glance, if you're looking at it, you would know, oh, that's what, the one that I got. Your description should be three to four sentences and very positive. So this is an interesting one because it actually turns out that people share positive things on social media a lot more than negative, which makes a ton of sense if you just think about it for a second. And then especially if you think about the fact that that positive thing is about that person. So you actually, they're actually talking about themselves when they share on Facebook and then it's a, a good thing about themselves. So you want to make sure it's very positive because they'll share that a lot more. And then your button at the bottom should link to a relevant page on your website. So if you have a Harry Potter fan page, you should link to the page on your fan page website 
that is for Slytherin. So that would be where you'd link out to. And then there's social share buttons at the bottom so people can share their results. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So obviously the purpose of us doing these quizzes is for leads. So how do we translate our conversation from the quiz to that email? Yeah. So that's where it's important to make sure your quiz is relevant to your business in the first place. So the email capture form comes up after someone has answered all the questions of the quiz, but before the results are shown. So you want to tell them, enter your email so you can see which house you are and we'll send you Harry Potter fan mail, uh, you know, once a month or fan letters or fan fiction once a month. Right? So if you're a Harry Potter fan website, you will send them fan fiction once a month. The quiz is about Harry Potter. That makes a ton of sense in context. Now, on the other hand, if you were to make that same Harry Potter quiz and say, enter your email and we'll send you, you know, discounts on our restaurant opening, not so much. Like you want to make sure that the quiz is relevant to the opt-in form. So if you were a restaurant, you'd say, what kind of food is best for you to have for dinner today? And then you would say, would you like to get a coupon for our new restaurant that's opening around the corner from you Enter your email to see your results? That makes a ton of sense. So you want to make sure that it's relevant to the topic of the quiz. Got it. Okay. So now what's the difference? So you're talking about email captures. What are the differences when it's like those quizzes where it's you connect with your Facebook? So don't do those. <laughs> those are like super illegal. And it's actually against Facebook's terms to do that. Quizzes that do that, you should definitely avoid. They will steal your information. This is different in that the only way that somebody captures your email through the quiz is if you type it in. So you actually have to type in your email in order to see your results. And that's actually the only ones you should ever do. You should never connect Facebook to actually any app that's asking for information that's not allowed anymore. So if somebody's doing it, it's against their terms. Fascinating. Did not know that. I need yeah. to do a little little show about that because yeah it's a, it's a little scary yeah it's a, that. That's new. a lot of fishing stuff yeah yeah fishing oh, the worst yeah. the worst all right uh, so once i've got them in email so how do i then so i've made a quiz and i have the email set up for it then what so yeah then you want to follow up with people based on so ideally you want to follow up with people based on which quiz result they got so you could actually send different emails for which house somebody's in. But at a bare minimum, you want to have a couple of welcome emails. The first one just says, thanks for taking our quiz. And it just gives you some background on why you made the quiz. The second email 
actually sends out the other quiz results that you could have gotten because people are always curious about which other results they could have gotten and they always want to know. Then the third email that you'd send out is recommendations for each of the quiz outcomes. So depending on your food style or your jewelry style, you send out recommendations. And then the fourth email is some sort of call to action. So maybe it's a coupon, maybe it's a discount, maybe it's a webinar that you're hosting, something like that. You kind of draw them in at that point. So we recommend sending those four emails. Awesome. So where do you feel are the best places to promote these quizzes to get those leads to the quiz? Yeah, so there's really three methods that you want to follow. The first method is on your website as an announcement bar across the top. So you know those little ribbons that sit at the top of your site with a link to take the quiz. The second method is on your website as a pop-up. So the quiz comes up, you take it right on the site. And then the third method is setting it up as a really simple Facebook ad. Okay, now just real quick, because I'm curious with the website thing, you said to do it as the ribbon across the top and as the pop-up. Do you mm -hmm. think that's redundant or do you think it's just a map for just maximum exposure? It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's either or some do both. Um, it just kind of depends on your style. Like if you're already running a pop-up, then you replace it with a quiz. If you're already running a ribbon, you replace it with the quiz. Uh, if you're already doing both, then do both with the quiz. Just kind of whatever you're already doing as a lead capture mechanism on your website. So if you have a pop-up opt-in form, just replace that with a quiz. Got it. Okay. And then I guess, I don't know, did we miss anything? Is it all, is it, is it really, are quizzes kind of, once you understand what you're doing, are they really that simple to do? I mean, they are at this point. We've done a ton of work. I mean, my company has been around for almost five years and we've been working super hard to make it simpler and simpler to implement a quiz to capture emails for you. Cause that's the main goal for a lot of us as business owners. We need more contacts in our database. It's, it's the modern version of our Rolodex, you know, people that we can reach out to. So we want to make sure that we're getting more people and the quiz is simply a mechanism. So we want it to be really, really simple and quick to get it done. And then you can just utilize the power of the quiz to attract people to your business and not have to worry about all the details and just get the results. So why would a lead quiz be better than just like a standard opt-in? Like where, yeah, so, where, I guess what's the data behind it? Like what, what, why is this going to be more impactful? Yeah. So there's two psychological principles that are very core human things that are why we like this. And they're very different from a standard email opt-in. And the number one thing is that a quiz lets you talk about yourself and people love to talk about themselves. Like there was a Time Magazine study and it showed that 40% of the words we say in our life are about ourselves, which is insane. It's like four out of 10 words you say in your life are about yourself and you actually get a dopamine rush as if you were taking drugs when you talk about yourself. So we actually get amped up, we love it. And a quiz is the only thing online in terms of marketing that lets you talk about yourself. You're answering these questions it's scripted, but you're still talking about yourself. So that's the biggest thing. Then the other big thing is that it reveals something about yourself. So you become more self-aware and people love that as well. I mean, the entire self-help industry is built around people learning about themselves and people pay tens of thousands of dollars for that stuff. And a quiz does it in just a couple of minutes. So those two reasons are why people love taking quizzes and that's why they capture more emails as well. Well, 
I know that you guys are being super awesome over at Try Interact and giving our listeners a special deal. What's that about? Yeah, so we have a discount code set up that we can offer to anybody who's listening today. Um, and I'm guessing that you'll throw that in the show notes and yeah. uh, people can check that out. So 50% off your first month with us. Uh, just a, a little special thing to get started. And you can always start for free in the first place and just try it out before you even do that. So make sure you guys check out the show notes to get that discount code from tryinteract.com. And Josh, again, thank you so much again for being on this show. This is super informative and super helpful. I think that this is just a great way for people to really get that less boring landing page and have a bit more fun with <laughs> what, getting those opt-ins. I know that it's always important to stay up with what's popular. So this is, I think, going to be really helpful. My last question is how can people find you and connect with you? Yeah. So there's my website, tryinteract.com. And then I actually prefer email as a medium. So it's just josh at tryinteract.com. Awesome. Well, that's, yeah. that is definitely different to communicate right. about email. So, but awesome. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast was presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.